Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM. And if you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, please text me on 04-888-808-11. You can also visit our website, faithfm.com.au, or write an email to info at faithfm.com.au. Our co-host today is Joseph Maticic, and Joseph is the General Secretary for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia, and it's very good to have uh, you, Joseph, with us again. Yeah, it's great to be here, Nick. And Joseph, uh, just a few more days, and the year is gone. Oh, no, this is incredible. Where, where has the year gone? Here we are, yeah, near the very end of, of this year. And I'm pretty sure this year will be recorded in history in a different uh, way. I think this will this will certainly go down as as one of the most uh yeah memorable years perhaps for a lot of wrong reasons yes but uh, uh for some sad reasons but uh, yeah you're right it will certainly go down in in history as as quite a memorable year do you have uh, anything like uh, coming in your mind when you look back you know for the whole year something which really stood out for you oh look for me obviously would be you know Nick that um I was traveling back from um I was out in the country and I was traveling back and I um back home um one late one Sunday afternoon and um I was heading home because I was to prepare to to fly out uh interstate for meetings uh the next morning mm-hmm. and uh, I received a um a phone call uh from my boss and he said uh have you heard all travel has been suspended we're not going anywhere and it was just like that and of course it was um yeah with the um the restrictions that we imposed because of the coronavirus it changed everything um the our borders were closed uh travel stopped just like that overnight that's amazing just in a flick of the finger yeah. like that you, just to to see that you cannot uh, follow up with for the next day that's right you know yeah. with plans yeah. i think joseph you're right uh, that's why probably we think that the year went so fast because uh, you could not grasp uh, another breath you know something else came up something else came up you know and there was just uh, we, it was full on well it was nick and you know f- for us as, just as a family if i can just just mention very um, briefly we uh, it, it's interesting we, we we're going to be talking a bit about plans i guess um and and think about the new year but uh, we had plans this year that we were as a family going to to have a, an overseas trip we we wanted to to plan to to go overseas as a family it was just it, we just felt that this was a year where our family could the um with our two daughters uh we would be able to work it out with school it shouldn't impact them too much but um as we were making plans we we hadn't made any bookings and then we said we started to think well we need to start very soon start finalizing some of these bookings then then we were following the news about the coronavirus and there was a little bit of uncertainty and talk about you know w- you know whether you could be able to travel and what not and so that was still in the back of the mind and we were just just monitoring it and then of course the decision was really made for us because um travel all, all travel was was stopped and uh, our trip 
has uh, uh, well, I was going to say got cancelled, but it, it it never never eventuated. Yeah, and you you are in a in a better position, uh, Joseph, than many many other people who planned for their um, trips, and many people paid. For some of the expenses, uh, particularly I spoke with somebody just during the week that uh, they planned a whole uh, holiday uh, again to go overseas and... uh pay upfront with no refunds because you know all this you may find some cheaper you know deals yes and but they don't uh, uh, assure you you know that for the refunds and many people lost uh, a lot of money actually in this regard too yeah but you see god uh, led you in the right way or the right time not to not to make further plans that's right yeah and we're thinking of those people who did Mm, make further plans and uh, we yeah uh, i know some maybe even deeply uh disappointed and uh affected affected. that's right affected and uh, we we're praying for uh, those people yes um and Joseph, I would like to thank you for uh, being part of this uh, uh, program, a part of this team, um, to come along every Monday with me particularly, and uh, uh, really appreciate your uh, input, your comments. On uh, Mondays, you know, we we kind of establish, you know, we we, we get to launch the week, don't we? That's, that, that, that's pretty much. We get to correct. launch launch the topics for for the week for drive time, and that's what I've really enjoyed being yeah. able to be, yeah, first up, yeah. And, and that that's true. And you know, this um, the theme for for the week uh, we propose is that uh, how do I make good New Year resolutions? Mm. And people are talking about the New Year resolution uh, again and again. Every year you'll hear those things. And we're going to to dig d- into some questions like: uh, Is change possible? Are New Year resolutions worded? The Bible and the power of the mind. I think that will be a nice one. Mm. New Year's Eve is holistic health possible? New Year's Day can faith benefit my future? And uh, today, Joseph, I'm uh, interested to look into this aspect to start with. Is change possible? Because we may look back in the year, as we just mentioned, this amazing, uh, you know, year I'm for gettable year, you know, uh, but uh, people may think, okay, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I've done, it's still me the same, you know, mm. but people are always approaching New Year, always looking for a new beginning, a new start, a new opportunity, and is change possible? Look, uh, that's a really good question to be asking at this time of the year. At this point where we are approaching the end of another year, the end of the year is a good time to look back. It's a good time to reflect and to re- to review. It really gives us opportunity, and I guess particularly particularly this week, because it's for most people, it's uh, things are quieter. Many are on holiday or leave, and um, and so it, it is a really good time to be able to look back. And uh, and the question that's posed there, as you've posed, Nick, that we're that we're looking at this afternoon, is is change possible? Well, let me share uh, from the outset a, a number of uh, passages of scripture that are that are directly connected to this. Let let me start in Psalm 103. Some great words here. Let me let me share this. Psalm 103, from verse 11. It says, "For as high as the heavens are above the earth." So great is his love. That's God's love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. 
Then he goes on, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers the, the, the we, that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. The wind blows over it and it's gone. It's placed and no remembers no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is there with those who fear him. Mm. I want to I uh, just highlight, particularly there where it says that talking about uh, how great God's love is for us and then uh, when it says there that as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As far as the east is from the west. You know, you, you can't get further yeah, further apart. Uh, you, you head east, you, you're always going to be heading east. And, and west, diametric opposite. So it, it's, it's very much... Um, Non-ending almost. Exactly. It's saying that yeah, when God, um, he has so far removed our transgressions, that's our sins. Uh, our sins, our mistakes, God has completely removed it uh, fr- from us, uh, removes it from us. Uh, in other words, uh, when God when God forgives us, when we seek his forgiveness, he removes our sins completely. And no matter what we've done, yeah, we can change because he, he removes our sins. Uh, similarly, uh, there is the, um, the words over in, um, in the, the book of Micah, Micah chapter 7. And uh, verse 19, referring here to this aspect, it says, uh, referring to God, you will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and you will hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. Our iniquities, another word for iniquities is sins. In other words, God uh, casts our sins into the depths of the sea. They are dead. They are buried. They're, yep. they're gone. Yeah. Um, he, he he puts them away, um, and then Nick, um, there's a great promise in First John, chapter one and verse nine, and it says this: If we confess our sins, He, that is Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's one of the greatest promises. Yes. Some people might be sort of going, where are we going with this? What's this? Well, the question you posed is, is change possible? And, and we're asking that because here we are at the end of the year, and, uh, yeah, we're looking back, and if we're honest, we've all done some things that are, have not been right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're all sinful beings. We've all made mistakes. Is change possible? Well, the Bible clearly saying, yes, it is. The good news of the gospel the word gospel literally means is good news of what Jesus died for our sins. The good news of the gospel is that with God, change is not only possible, but definitely can occur. No matter what we have done, the power of God's forgiveness means that our past does not get held up against us by God. You know, the Bible is very clear. He sins, he, he removes as far away as possible. He, they're buried. They're gone. That means no matter what we've done, this year, let's say, God can forgive us of that and put it behind. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. And and Joseph, on uh, on this one, if change is possible, many people, I believe, they probably had enough of that saying. Okay, I'll be a changed person, or and still falling back, you know. And particularly even in a relationship. Yes. Uh, yes. Many many times this uh, this will occur. But what I'm interested, and probably that's what we'll look today also to open up a little bit more into the fact that on our own it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult to start a new beginning. Yeah. 
but if you have the help of the one who is more interested in our well-being, talking about God here, then the change is possible, and probably that's where we need to oh, to direct ourselves and and. Uh, Get that help. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's, that's really what we want to, I guess, underscore here on, on Drive Time, Nick, that at the end of the day, no self-help courses, books, uh, ideas ultimately going to really make it because uh, really what we find here is that humans without the help of our creator, God, our savior, we can do nothing. And look, we, we have, let, let me share a, a few examples of, of people whose lives were changed, who are proof that change is definitely possible. But the change, as you identify in there, really only true change only comes through the power of God, only through the power of God. You know, there's the experience of a a man that was demon-possessed, and um, he came um, he came up to Jesus and his disciples. There they were beside the lake, and... Um, the disciples were terrified. They actually went to run away. But Jesus stood his ground, and um, this was a man who had these chains hanging off him, pretty much naked, bleed, you know, living in amongst the, the graves, and he's just uh, absolutely wracked by the, 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 these demonic forces in his life. And Jesus cast out the demons, removed them, and um, the, the change in that man was so dramatic because the, the, the Bible then records, and, and you find this account, it, it, read it, it's found in the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 5, Mark chapter 5 from verse 1 through to verse 20. And there we find that no one else could help this man, but the power of God, uh, Jesus cast out all the demonic forces in that man. And he, he was a very much a changed man because you find there that when the disciples came back, they found that he's, he's sitting there in his right mind, clothed and in his right mind. He was a completely changed man. Then, uh, Nick, there is, of course, um, the experience of Mary Magdalene, uh, a woman of ill repute, uh, a woman that had, um, yeah, lived a life that most would not and most would choose not to. And um, she would have been embarrassed and ashamed of a lot of things. And uh, what she found, though, is is she experienced God's love who, who saw her for who she truly is as a human being. And um, and she experienced the forgiveness that we've talked about before, and and she realised, as the Bible says, that when God forgives, He forgets that He He, he casts our sins into the depths of, of the sea; they are they are gone. And she saw with that that her whole past was not held against her by God. Credible, and uh, and so she was a forgiven person, and then became uh, one of the key followers of Jesus Christ. Yes, is change possible, Nick? Absolutely. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, then we have the, uh, a very different individual. He was a very wealthy man. Now he became wealthy, we could say through dishonest means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm referring to um, a man who was his profession was uh, collecting taxes, quite despised back then uh, in the in the first century uh, uh, Roman times. Um, uh, Zacchaeus was the the man's name. Zacchaeus who. Um, um, of course, um, that, that was his profession, but um, he, he encounters Jesus. Jesus makes a point of um, coming up to him, finding him and saying, I need to, need to spend some time with you. And as a result of Zacchaeus spending time with Jesus, Zacchaeus himself acknowledges and he says, I'm going to return 
all that I've taken that's not that mine and, and repay it even more. Mm. What's happening here? He's a changed man. You see, he's a changed man, and he he, he repays and and he stops his his dishonest practices. Um, the power of God. He's been he, he's been he's met met Jesus, and he is he's a changed man. Uh, then we've got, probably one of the greatest examples of his change possible is uh, the experience of Saul, who went around looking for Christians to murder, persecute them, mm-hmm. and um, he meets Jesus on the road to Damascus. And has that dramatic conversion experience, and he is becomes a changed man. His name gets changed from Saul to Paul, and becomes one of the leading Christian teachers, missionaries, pastors, uh, church leaders there in in the first century. Who goes on planting churches and telling many many people about the power of Jesus and his uh, the forgiveness that he offers. Yeah, and that's a great example, Joseph. And just as you're presenting, you know, these uh, examples, uh, again came into my mind uh, one of my little experience too. In my family, nobody were, uh, was a smoker, mm. and not drinkers either. But myself, I left home when I was 14 years old, went into the city from, you know, from the countryside and a village. And I was involved with all sorts of things which I'm not going to go into right now. But one of the things which uh, I got stuck with was smoking. Okay. And um, now uh, that time I was also in show business and uh, I, I was called in the army and I thought to myself, because I realized that smoking is not doing any good to me. I start smoking because of the peer pressure. But uh, as, as many do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, hooked, addicted. Yeah. I could not give it up hmm. and I was in the army and I thought to myself you know what I will do because I was in a section where um, you know was, uh, smoking was uh, prohibited hmm. and I said I will stay here in this uh, you know unit hmm. not going out even with my colleagues where they go for the smoke because probably that's how I will uh, give up uh, but I couldn't because every time you know I miss out on the you know chats with my uh, mates yes. and I went there and said I'll just go there to be with them and uh, I started again and again. Uh, yeah. And you know, Joseph, for one year, I didn't buy any cigarettes and I smoked the same. Huh. All my mates were offering me yeah. cigarettes every time. <laughs> Before they would say, you know, oh, sorry, if I ask for a cigarette, they'll say, oh, sorry, I have only one left or two or something that can't share it, you know. Yeah. But after, when I decided to give up smoking, everyone was giving me cigarettes. Now, and I thought to myself what I'm going to do because I started to think of changing my life Hmm. and considering, you know, a new beginning and allowing God to come in my life. And Joseph, I can tell you that I start to even attend churches, you know, Hmm. go to church and I was still smoking and I felt embarrassed, you Hmm. know, because, you know, how it is. Nobody else there were were smoking, but I was still smoking. And I cry out to God. And I prayed to God and I said, you know, before I used to put in the calendar, mark it out, out there to know, you know, when I will be old, which date I gave up and I could never keep that date. But when I start to pray to God and I said, please give me the power, the victory, mm. give me a new beginning. And in that moment, Joseph, you wouldn't believe it. In that moment, I didn't desire anymore another smoke. Wow. Just like and that. Just like that. And I never remember the date, actually, when I gave up smoking, because that was not my priority, you know, through yes. my own power. You see what I'm yes. trying to say here? But when I allow God to work his victory in me, yeah. 
then it was forever. Yeah, I yeah. never touch it again and uh, I cannot even stand uh, around people who are uh, smoking. Change is possible yeah, yeah. if you have the right help, yeah. the right support. And in this case, in, in my case, it was definitely Almighty God. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... And, and that's really the ultimately the only way that, that humans can change, Nick. In and of our power, all other changes are unlimited. Um, and, um, yeah, d- let me just share one verse before we, yeah, as, as before we move on from this, um, th- this thought that we've been sharing. And that really illustrates your, your story illustrates this verse that, that your experience, Nick, there. It's from Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. The Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. In other words, if in, when, when you're in Jesus Christ, you, you are a new person. You, you, are, you become a changed person. Is change possible? Absolutely, through the power of God. Yes. I'm going to take a short break right here. And um, please just listen to this uh, beautiful song by Simon, I'm Forgiven. And we'll be back shortly. We choose I've tried but failed To walk in someone else's shoes Strange How I've tried To walk this road alone Not knowing The things I might find goes on But now the fears of living life for me are gone I know that your love can save me from myself in ways I can't explain I have given 
what was that song called? It's easy to find out. Download the free Faith FM app for your smartphone or tablet to see our full daily schedule of programs and music. Yeah, that indeed was a beautiful song. And if you miss out some of the uh, of our program or even uh, previous programs, you can always uh, download the Faith FM app and uh, follow up with us and uh, listen uh, back to some of the programs. But also uh, right now, uh, I would like to give you a, a gift. I always like to give free gifts. And I've got a, a classic here in my hands, a little book called um, Steps to Christ or some other editions, uh, Path to to Peace. And just if you, I, I will just grab your attention to a couple of things here. It's a very easy to read book, which will talk about love beyond compare. Recognizing your need, give away your guilt, and uh, how to live with your conscience, choosing the best in life, and how to have peace of mind. You can, if you will. There are many of other little chapters there in in this uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, book, and it's free to you, free of charge, no obligation. You just need to send an SMS to zero four triple eight. Eight zero eight one, or you can visit our website faithfm.com.au or uh, send an email to info at faithfm.com.au Our um, co-host uh, Joseph Maticic and uh, myself uh, Nick Rita we are looking into is change possible and we look at some of the, the passages in the scripture and we learn that definitely change is possible. And most of all, if we allow God to work, work it out in our, in our life. And Joseph, we are um, going to move a bit uh, further now to, to see how we, that change can take place mm-hmm. in our life. Yeah. And uh, how would you like to, to take us further? So as we're nearing an end of a year, an end of a year is a really good time to look back, Nick. It's a good time to, to review. It's good to ask questions such as, how have I grown this year as a person, personally? Mm-hmm. For example, have there been any bad habits that have crept in? Yes. Uh, how have I grown as a person in my relationships with others? Is there anything there that I regret or something that I've learnt? Mm-hmm. Also to ask, how um, are there any opportunities that I've missed this year. I'm sure we'd all think of those. And it's not about, asking these questions is not about making us feel bad make, or beating ourselves up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's because it's helpful to, to just reflect and, and, and by reflecting, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. It's um, a sign of, of growth and um, and development and uh, of great greatness is not whether we make mistakes, not whether we fall. It's how we get up from those and how we uh, learn to overcome through the grace of God. So that's that's why it's worth asking these things. What have I? How have I grown as a person? Uh, are there any ha- bad habits that I've developed? What about my job? If I'm employed and my work, how mm-hmm. have I gone there? How have I? How have I worked? And then, of course, how has my relationship w- with God? been during this past year. Yeah, and I like the uh, uh, illustration, kind of illustration here. You know, we were in between the the past, you know, here, the old year, yep. and the, the new year. It's and, about to begin, yes. And it, 
I like that uh, analogy with the um, timeout. You okay. know, in between the the, oh, the, yeah, like, the like game, in, you like know, in a game in, in basketball, game. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, people are why they have the timeout is not just to rest. No, they are going to look back for the first half to see how they performed, what was the uh, mistake they make, uh, and uh, all the, and reorganize yes. themselves in order to win yep. the game yep. in the second half. Yeah, and I believe. In our life, it's a little bit like that right now in between the years, but also on weekly basis, you know, when we uh, come to rest with God uh, on the Sabbath That's day, right. you know, yeah. you look like a, it's like a weekly timeout, isn't it? Exactly. You, yep. look, you look back for the, the week, the week uh, all yep. the, with the pros and cons, you know, and, yes, and yes. you prepare more equipped for a new beginning. Very and true. I believe it's very true. For each one of us, even though we are going to talk about uh, uh, new resolutions, you know, yeah. and many people say, oh, I'm not going to make any new resolution because I, I wasn't able to <laughs> keep it or whatever, you know. Yeah. But it depends how we start. Yeah, that's right. And I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, passage in the Bible which you like to, to yeah. bring uh, right now to support what we just said. Yeah. And so I think... Um, what we're mentioning here, Nick, is the importance of just taking this, like this time out, looking back, re- reflecting. Um, and uh, I'm reminded of the wise man who wrote in Ecclesiastes 12, and he said, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come and the years approach, when you'll say, I find no pleasure in them. So uh, we're instructed here to, yeah, to remember our Creator to, uh, and, um, and to do it from the beginning. So, Nick, we look back. Yeah, what we have established here very uh, clearly is, I believe that um, no matter what our failings or whatever else, uh, when we turn to God, He He and we ask, He will forgive us, and um, He will help us to overcome that, and um, a new change is definitely possible. Yeah, and so then we turn and look as we look back, we begin to look forward, don't we? Um, Absolutely, yes. And, uh, yeah, in just a little while, um, the new year will be in. Um, and people are already, uh, we're already starting to think, okay, what's the new year going to bring? What are we going to bring to it? What what will be my plans for the year? Particularly this coming year, Nick, after the year we've been through. Exactly. I, I think it would be really fair to say people are really kind of think, hoping for a new opportunities. And hopefully that will be uh, well taught. So, yeah, it would be fair to say that, yeah, we're all looking forward to, to this new year. We're all looking forward. Uh, there'll be great expectation. There'll be new hope. There'll be seen as new, uh, hopefully renewed opportunities, um, a lot of which we haven't had this year. So what are we going to do in the coming new year? How are we going to go into it? Well, Nick, there's a passage that comes to my mind when we think of looking ahead into, you know, ahead and making some plans. It comes from James chapter 4. Let me read this. Really interesting words. Notice what it says here. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Mm. Instead, he goes on here and says, Instead you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Oh, that's beautiful. So, Nick, you know, here we are at the threshold of a new year, and uh, there, there is a lot of anticipation, a lot of hope that you know, there will be new opportunities. And as we plan ahead, look ahead, 
the Bible here is saying just be careful, you know, that you don't just really go ahead and, and determine uh, such a clear ideas of, you know, I'm going to do this and do that and, and I want to go there and achieve this. It's saying be aware of the fact that whilst we might plan ahead, we need to also be cautious to know that we cannot predict the future. Mm. There is this uncertainty and rather we should really lean on the Lord and say if it is the Lord's will, we plan to do this and that according to his will. I think that's very important what you just said here, Joseph, because uh, everything is uh, in God's hands, unless you you don't want to believe in God. Yeah. But if you are a, a believer, if you uh, realize that uh, we are not here just uh, by mistake and uh, randomly life is just keep going, you know, yes. uh, we have a purposeful life, then uh, you have to to allow God to lead you, to direct you, to guide you in uh, all the pl- uh, things you plan. Now, we're not saying here, Joseph, that uh, you should not uh, look positively no. for the future. Or that you shouldn't plan at all. Absolutely. Uh, totally not. That's not the case. You're right. I'm going to touch on that in just a moment. But yes, carry on. And, yeah. and I was just going to say that uh, but with all these plans in mind, as you read the, the passage from the Bible, we should... Uh, Allow God and said, if it's God's will, mm. we'll do this. Mm. With mm. God's help, we'll achieve this and that. And with God's help, we may even go through even difficult times. Yeah, that's because right. Because that's the one of the things which we need to learn, Joseph, particularly fr- from this year. Yeah, that's right. I was just going to say that we need to to learn to stay strong, mm. to stay positive. You know, I I read uh, and I heard around, and I'm pretty sure you, you did the same, that uh, post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder will be will impact more yeah. our lives than even COVID itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we need to now looking forward in a new year to, to really stay strong. Mm. And whatever the new year brings to us, which we don't know, yeah. it's an unknown, you know, uh, step. Yeah. But with God, we can uh, be confident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's very true. And so th- those words there from James, I think, are really, really important. Um, as we you know, look ahead, if we make our plans, it's cautioning us, hey, n- you don't know what the future holds. And that's so true for this year. We all had our plans. It, people would have had great plans to do all sorts of things. We touched on, and I touched on some of our, our family plans that we had for this year. Who was to know how COVID would impact it, for example? And so the Bible says we need to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will do this, that, and the other. Nick, there's also another story I want to refer to, experience, uh, a story that Jesus shares, this parable um, that's found in the Gospel of Luke about a a very wealthy uh, landowner who who had a bumper crop, and he he harvests his crop, and, uh, and Jesus says in this parable that the man has so much, he doesn't have room to store it, he's got this problem. (laughs) Mm. What does he do? Well, he says, well, I'm going to pull down my barns and build bigger ones and fill them and so that I can have heaps stored up for many years. And then he says to himself, then I'm going to take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? And then Jesus adds this and this is really the, the, the take-home message. This is Luke 12, verse 21. He says, This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for himself but is not rich toward God. Mm. 
And so there's a caution here as we look ahead and as we plan, if we plan just for ourselves, and our life, you know, that Jesus says that what great value is that? Rather, to, to the whole world, to, to gain the whole world if you lose your soul. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. so yeah. Rather, we need to, need to think of how we can invest in others, bless, bless others, and not just think, think, think for ourselves. Yeah, I think that's very important uh, to to live a very altruistic uh, is another word. Yeah, uh, for, uh, yeah, well, it is, and 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 you know, really, in this story, this he this rich fool, as he's called, the rich fool, he he thought he he would he would be right, and he could eat, drink, and be merry, not realizing that his life could be cut short so quickly. And so, whenever we plan, we need to plan not just for ourselves, and not just thinking the things will just go on. Um, but but yeah, to to look at how we can help others and 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 bless others. Mm. The, the the Bible has a number of very wise counsels, Nick, as far as planning ahead. All right, let's look um, at some of them. Well, look look, you know, Proverbs nineteen, verse twenty one says, "There are many plans in a man's heart; nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand." Mm. Okay, so it's basically saying, hey, we we can make all the plans we want, but ultimately it's God's plans and purposes that will prevail. That's Proverbs nineteen twenty one. Really, really worthwhile keeping that one in mind. Another uh, wise statement. This one's from Proverbs twenty and verse eighteen. Plans are established by counsel, by wise counsel wage war. This is this is what that this proverb says. So there, it's saying uh, plans are important. In fact, when, when you're g- going into something, um, here, here the example that's given is, is going into war, or whatever. There, there's wise counsel, seeking wisdom, seeking input um, from from others is is important. Uh, one other, Proverbs twenty one, the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but th- those of everyone who is hasty. Surely to poverty. Now that one may not instantly make sense, but essentially what it's getting at is it's it's commending making plans. Mm-hmm. So you know we've got a balance here, haven't we? Um, on on the one hand, it's saying be cautious about rushing off and making plans because we don't know what tomorrow might bring. Uh, the rich fool who said, "I'm going to store all this up for for the whole future," not realizing that his life could be taken there and then. But then it's saying at the also. Nor should we think, oh, well, don't need to make any plans at all. No, 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 no. Uh, I love the way the Bible is really balanced. And extremes always are dangerous. That's exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. And so he's saying, yeah, it's important to plan. Uh, what we've seen is we plan uh, according to God's will, if it is the Lord's will, uh, the Bible counsels us. And here it says it's the plans of the diligent that would lead to plenty. But it's those uh, who are hasty. That leads to poverty. In other words, uh, they don't have. To, they don't take the time to sit down and plan. Yeah. They don't take the time to prepare things, uh, to map things out, to 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 calculate, to seek counsel. Uh, they just want to get rush off, rush into it, and uh, doesn't end well at all. Yeah, for and them. the danger is to fall into one of those categories yeah. and missing out of the the nice straight uh, path which God wants to lead you, uh, lead you in. That's right. And, and so, uh, Joseph. Some guidelines for uh, uh, making uh, New Year's resolution. What principles does the Bible give then? Let, let me share five principles uh, before we finish up today 
that I believe are really important for keeping in mind as we look at uh, the New Year's resolutions or making plans for, for a new year. So let me, let me look at uh, the, these five, Nick. First one, principle number one is this one. Put God first place in your life in the coming year. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, it says, But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So point number one that I want to make here is when making plans, when considering New Year's resolutions, first guideline is seek God's kingdom first. In other words, let's get our priorities right. And we see that actually in the Ten Commandments, Nick. Mm. The, the Ten Commandments, which are just a great summary of of the rule, they're really rules for happiness. Ultimately, that's what they are. They're God's rules for our happiness. And what do they begin with? Number one, don't have any other gods but me, apart from me. God says. Um, so it begins first things first. Put God first. To follow Him, to accept Him, to obey Him, is to be the the, the highest priority. So seek his kingdom first and his righteousness. Righteousness simply is a big word for doing right, the right way. See, see God's r- right ways, it's telling us. On, on this same point there, I uh, want to also share the passage from Joshua chapter 24. And this is, this is the words of, uh, of the great leader of, of, the, uh, of the people of Israel when they had, had, had settled into the, um, into the land of Canaan, coming to the promised, promised land. You know, this, this, this is a really significant one because Joshua had replaced Moses. And, you know, we're probably very well familiar with Moses, the great leader of the, of the children of Israel, the nation of Israel out of Egypt, through the wilderness and to the borders of the promised land. He did not get to lead them in, but Joshua leads them in and they, they go into the, the land of Canaan and they settle in. They're finally able to settle in, have their own land and get themselves uh, established. And near the end of Joshua's life, as the people are finally now settled and now got, got their lives ahead of them, he says this, he appeals to them, uh, actually in verse 14, Joshua 24, verse 14, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Fear the Lord. You know, whenever the Bible talks about fearing God, it's not about being terrified or afraid or scared. It's saying, uh, take God seriously. Take God seriously. Acknowledge him. Or, as we've been saying, put God first. Yes. Put God first in our lives. So principle number one here is um, with, with our planning, as we're looking ahead to 2021, 20, first things first, put God first. Let me read on here because uh, Joshua continues and says, Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped. Verse 15, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my house, he says, we will serve the Lord. Wow. Uh, so he's, he's appealing to them, Choose who you will serve. Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. And I'd like to appeal that, number one, what should be is that we place God first in our lives. That's the first principle for any uh, planning, for any New Year's resolutions. That's wonderful. Principle number two is this. 
resolve any conflicts or disagreements you may have with people. You know, invariably, things are going to happen, Nick, where we, we get offended or we offend others or uh, we get into some, some conflicts or some, some situations with, with, with people. In, that, 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 that's going to happen. And uh, I'm reminded the words of uh, Jesus where he, he says this, Matthew chapter 5, and he says here in verse 23, he's speaking about in the context, he says, therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Now, when it's saying brother or sister, it doesn't mean necessarily your actual biological brother or sister. Mm. It simply means some other person. You your know? neighbor. Your neighbor. It can be your neighbor, mm. relative or work mate or whoever. You know that someone has something against you. Notice what it says here. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them. Then come back and offer your gift. Now, it doesn't sort of say, oh, if they, only if you've done the wrong and, you know, if they've done the wrong, well, then you don't have to take it. No, the Bible's always saying, you just take the initiative. Even if they have wronged you, even if they have wronged you, if they've hurt you, if they've upset you, if they, if they have offended you. And then he goes on, verse 25, settle matters quickly with your adversary, mm-hmm. meaning your enemy. In other words, if issues come up, if there's some disagreements, settle them, resolve them, deal, deal with those matters. So second point that I'm making here is that regardless of what our plans are for the new year, resolve any issues that you need to resolve with people now. And I think that's a very important uh, aspect, uh, Joseph, because not just looking forward with the new resolutions, but uh, don't let the the past uh, there, you know, just turn, the, turn your back uh, and say, okay, I'm starting new. To start new, you have to clear uh, clear up everything what's in your uh, on your back, if you like. That's, that's exactly right, Nick. That's a really, really good point. And so in order to move ahead, you've got to deal with the past. And, and to deal with the past, number one is acknowledge the past, the mistakes to God, seeking his forgiveness, knowing that then he puts it behind us. That's the ultimate way. And then we have our own responsibility, and that is interpersonal relationships. If something has happened, let's take the initiative to sort them out. Principle number three. Let me go on. Principle number three is regardless what plans or goals, uh, resolutions we may be setting, uh, the principle is to to have an approach of respect and love for others. Notice this from Romans 13. Romans 13, verse 8 says, Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. That's mm. great counsel. That that's, that's really, really sums up what, what it's about. In other words, it's saying whatever you plan to do, the number one thing should be that you are to to have an attitude of respect and love, love, love towards others. Let me share principle number four, guideline number four for um, making plans for the new new year, and that is, if you aren't already, this is if you aren't already, I would say, get involved in a church fellowship. Mm. Now, why do I say that? Well, the Bible is very clear, especially some clear passages in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You read there in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about that um, Christ is the head of his body 
and that body is his church and we are members and part of it and each one has a part to play Nick right. everyone has a role everyone has something that they can contribute and the way it works it the best way to work is when everyone plays their part. Yes. Now, that's for the common good, but not only that, we also get a blessing when we are involved, when we serve. And supporting it, it, each other. I mean, it's always going to be easier to, to, to not get involved because you think, oh, well, they won't, won't get into any issues. But that's not how we grow. That's not how we get supported, and that's not how we get to serve. You're right. God never intended for us to be solo Christians. Not at all. Uh, the Bible, it's totally foreign to the Bible that we are not to belong to a, to, to a, a church fellowship, to, 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 to a group. Very important um, point, yep. And uh, we need to make sure that you know, if, if there's anyone out there listening who uh, you know, might, might be a believer and is wanting to follow God, being a believer is not just about believing, it's also about belonging. Yes. Belonging to a group and, yes. and, and serving in that. And so I would appeal, get involved in church fellowship. And Brad brings me to the fifth fifth principle. And the fifth one is get in, uh, whatever your goals and plans for the new year, ensure that they invo- uh, uh, incorporate sharing the message of Christianity, the good news of the gospel with others, and investing in other people, and investing in other people. And I'm reminded of the passage, Matthew 28, where Jesus uh, shared with his disciples and it's something that 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 is that is actually our our calling. And what was it that he said? Go and make disciples of all nations. Go and make disciple. What's a disciple? Disciple is a follower, but it's not just a follower. It's someone that that learns and uh, from us. And so we are to go and invest in someone else, share with them about God, our relationship with Him, and then help them. As they come to faith and to follow God, that then they in turn will go on and share with others. Absolutely, that? and yeah. that's the great commission of Jesus Christ, and we to be involved. And as disciples of Jesus Christ, making disciples. You know, see, this is the a wave that, uh, exactly right form. You yep. know, which you just continue to multiply. That's a, a spot on, Nick. Spot on. And so there, there, there are five things that I, I, I hope, uh, I really hope and pray, Nick, that those, those things are, are going to be really helpful for all our listeners as they look ahead to, to the new year. New Year's resolutions, plans. Five things. Number one, put God first. Number two, resolve any conflicts or disagreements, issues that you need to work through. As much as it is within your power, I should, I should, yes. I should add that. Number three, maintain an attitude of respect and love for everyone. Number four, get involved in a church fellowship. And number five, invest in others in building someone else up and in investing in their, their life. That's wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing, uh, Joseph, with us. Uh, and uh, for the whole year, as I mentioned earlier, it was a blessing to be able to broadcast mm. uh, with you uh, together. And I pray that the new year uh, to come will be able to continue to do this, uh, this work. How would you like to pray, Joseph, just to conclude? Yeah, be happy to. And thank you, Nick, for the opportunity to, to be here involved. And let's pray together. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, here we are nearing the end of a year. What an incredible year it's been. And we look ahead to the new year that's upon us. 
Lord, as we look back, we will acknowledge that there are things that we have done that have been right, mistakes, regrets, hurts, habits, bad habits that have developed, things we've said or done. Lord, if there's anything there, we ask that you'll forgive us. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for the promise that you will throw our sins and our mistakes into the depths of the sea, that you will remove them as far as east is from the west. In other words, you'll put it out completely. You'll get rid of it for us. And we are able to have our past dealt with. Thank you for the forgiveness of the gospel. And as we look ahead, Lord, I pray that for each of us, that we will, as we make our plans, that we will we will recognize that, yes, we need to look ahead. We need to plan. But, Lord, we pray that it be done according to your will. May we seek you first and foremost in everything. May we then uh, be mindful of things that we need to, relationships we have with others. And I pray that each of us will, will look to be involved in, in, in church communities where yes. we can serve and and as a, a, together encourage each other to share with our communities uh, this good news about Jesus as we look forward to his return. His second coming is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining Nick Rita and Joseph Matichik on Drive Time, BQ&A. And please join us uh, again tomorrow when we ask, are New Year's resolutions worth it? If you like to have a comment or any questions, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can SMS on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Write an email to info at faithfm.com.au or visit our website faithfm.com.au. Really looking forward to see you again. Um, until then, I'm leaving you with uh, a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May God richly bless you. Happy New Year.
Yeah.